Welcome to the weekly sermon podcast from First United Methodist Church of Murfreesboro. It is an honor and privilege to share this time with you. We love studying the scriptures and feel they are central to our preaching, teaching, and living of the good news of Jesus Christ, the gospel. Our mission here is to grow disciples of Jesus Christ who know him, love him, and serve him for the transformation of Murfreesboro and the world. It is our prayer that God would use our preaching and teaching to do exactly that. If you have questions, thoughts, ideas, or just want to talk a little bit more about what you've heard today, we love to hear from you. Most of all, know that you are in our prayers as we listen together. Now, let's dive in. Let's pray together. Oh God, we are here in your house, grateful to be together, grateful to open your word. We pray now that you would send your Holy Spirit in a fresh and powerful way to open our hearts and minds to what you say us today through these precious words. We thank you that these words live in your son Jesus that you live in our hearts, and that you encourage, challenge, and give us hope every day. We pray that we'll hear from you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Let's hear the word of God from Matthew chapter 21, verses 1 through 11. This is the story of Palm Sunday, the first Palm Sunday. When they had come near Jerusalem and had reached Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied there and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, just say this, The Lord needs them, and he will send them immediately. This took place to fulfill what had been spoken through the prophet, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, Look, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put their cloaks on them, and he sat on them. Jesus sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and that followed were shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. When he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil, asking, Who is this? The crowds were saying, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. This is the word of God for the people of God, and so we say, Thanks be to God. Just a few weeks ago, uh, some of us uh, got out of a bus at the top of the Mount of Olives near Bethphage, the very place that we hear described in Matthew 21. When we got out of that bus, the wind blew hard against our faces. It was sort of unsettling. We all got our cameras out and made pictures. Jerusalem, just like the postcards that we've all seen, Jerusalem spread out before us. They, they said, we're going to walk the Palm Sunday parade route. 
right now. I was taken aback. I didn't expect to get to do that, but that's what they said we were going to do. And we started immediately, just like that, down, down, down a steep hill we went, cars coming up and going down, 45 of us in a single file line. We kept having to call out to Scott Rourke to get, out, get back, get back, Scott. There's a car coming. He just kept getting out in the street. That's just how Scott does. We just had to watch him. As we went down this hill, a massive cemetery rested on our left, and the Garden of Gethsemane, the very one that we read about in the Scriptures, it was on both sides of the road down at the bottom. Old, old houses lined this street as we went down. We, we stopped at a church built on the site where Jesus wept over Jerusalem. Today, we could sit in that church and look out and see the city walls, and the Dome of the Rock built on the Temple Mount. Jesus had a different view, same walls, same city, but the temple was where the Dome of the Rock is now, the seat of his own religion. He wept, he cried over the city, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How often have I longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings but you were not willing. You were not willing. See, your house is given to you, desolate, desolate. We kept going on the Palm Sunday parade route, somewhere beneath the asphalt in these six or 700-year-old houses. Somewhere down deep was the very path upon which Jesus, the King of Peace, entered his city Somewhere down there were threads of those cloaks and dried up palm branches thrown down by the people and, and hoof prints from that donkey. I wanted to touch all of that. If I'd had a shovel, I'd have started digging right then until I got to where he had been just so that I could touch it and feel it. I tried to hear the shouts of the people, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. The people were so happy, so happy. All of Jerusalem, Matthew says, was in a turmoil. Who is this? Who in the world is this? This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. I tried to understand the source of their joy. I, I wondered exactly what Hosanna meant. I went to look it up. Words matter so much. Hosanna means, Lord, save us now. Lord, save us now. I couldn't help but wonder, save us from, from what? From what? For these Jewish people in the time of Jesus, the cry for salvation was, save us from these Roman oppressors and from our own traitorous religious leaders. Get them out of our city and put us back in charge as in the days of King David. Jesus, save us now from them, from them. That's what they meant back then, on this Palm Sunday, 2023, we cry again, Hosanna, Jesus, save us now. Jesus, save our children, save our weary minds, save our broken and confused hearts, save us from weak resignation. Jesus, save us, Jesus, Save the families of Will and Hallie, Evelyn, Cynthia, Big Mike, Catherine, 
and even Audrey's family. Jesus, save us now. Save Will's cousin who sits in our choir every Sunday. Save Hallie's cousin who also sits in our choir. Save the friends of Hallie's dad, the pastor of that church. They are scattered throughout this congregation. Save the children who watched all this happen, the teachers who did their best to protect their babies, the police officers. Hosanna, Jesus, save us now. Jesus, save the trans people fearing some kind of retribution. Jesus, save the politicians from the people who demand simplistic solutions to complex problems. Save the people, Jesus, from the politicians who sometimes leverage our baser instincts for political gain. Jesus, save us now from a mental health crisis upon which we like to blame everything, but about which we are willing to do nothing because it would require far too honest a look at our culture built on violence, smoke and mirrors, and extreme self-interest. It is driving our young people mad. Jesus, save us now. We've all played the game. (laughs) Now the bill has come due. Maybe if we slip off to the bathroom at just the right time, someone else will pick up the check. (laughs) Yes, they will. Yes, they will. Our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren, they will pick up the check. Jesus, save us now. We know the cry, Hosanna, so very well, better than we ever dreamed we would. But did you know that between Palm Sunday and Good Friday, the cry of the people changes so very much Jesus, save us now. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. It sounds different by Friday morning. Crucify him. That's what it sounds like. Crucify him. Give us Barabbas, a robber. That's what they say by Friday morning. Even the disciples cry out, I do not know this man. Can you imagine? They've been with him three years and have seen every kind of miracle you can imagine. People fed, people clothed, the dead raised to life. And now when the chips are down, what do they say? We don't know who this man is. We don't know this man. That's what they said. Jesus is betrayed. Jesus is whipped and beaten. We, we got to go in the prison where most likely he was whipped and beaten, the very one where he was crowned with thorns. We saw the place where they tied his arms up and put his feet in these little places in the ground and whipped him. There were two little basins carved into the stone, one for vinegar to clean the wounds as you whipped, the other for hyssop to wake you up when you passed out so you could enjoy the whole experience. My goodness, I didn't know what to do with that place. I waited until our group went up the stairs, and then I just stood there and cried. I took this little rock off the floor. I hope I don't get in trouble. I took this little rock. I don't know why I did that. But if you listen, if you listen to this rock, you can hear the people cry. A little quieter after all these years. They say, they say, oh, we've made a mistake. Oh, no, do not give to us 
the Savior of the world, the one who said, the way of life is love the Lord your God with your heart, your soul, your strength, and your mind, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. Oh, no, don't give us that one. We don't want that one. That's too hard. Instead, give us the robber, Barabbas. We'd rather have him by Friday. Jesus hangs on the cross. He finally gets a turn to cry out. He gets to cry out. What does he cry? Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. I still feel that in 2023. We don't know what we're doing. Everybody demands an answer to everything. Pick a side, they say. Take a stand, they say. Boil all of life down to something that's in three words that you can put on a bumper sticker, but make sure it's the right three words, lest, lest half of the people mark you out as evil and wicked and the other half mark you out as unkind, uncaring, and unloving. We stand again at the top of the Mount of Olives near Bethphage, wind blowing in our faces, Jesus descending ever so gently into the holy city of our hearts, a king of peace. We, we shout, Hosanna, Jesus, save us now from them. <laughs> we wave our palm branches and throw down our cloaks. Jesus has come to save us from the Democrats. Jesus has come to save us from the Republicans, to save us from the trans, to save us from the straight people, to save us from the progressive Christians, to save us from the conservative Christians. We cry out over and again, Jesus, save us now from them. <laughs> what if Jesus looks back with those eyes so full of love and hope? What if Jesus speaks the deepest truth of the gospel in words we really, really, really need to hear Beloved, he says, beloved, I will save all of you. I have come to save all of you, but I have come to save you from you. Will we still shout Hosanna through the weeks ahead? Maundy Thursday's betrayal, Good Friday's tragedy. Will we still shout Hosanna? into the darkness of Holy Saturday as angry people beg you to take up their rhetoric for every conceivable issue and every conceivable side, knowing, knowing what you know now about the gospel of Jesus, will you still shout, Hosanna, Jesus, save us now into the empty tomb of Easter? Or would you rather have the robber? Be careful, be careful how you choose. The children are watching to see how to love God with our whole being and how to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. The children are watching and the children are just dying for us to finally figure it out. O come, light of Easter, Come now into our darkness. The darkness has hardened our hearts and confused our minds. Light of Easter, Jesus, melt now the hardness of our hearts that we may greet you with joy and humility on Easter morning. May the people of God say, Amen. Amen. 